Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Two Punts Podcast. I'm Macaulay, and I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime, Harrison Colby. Harrison, how are we doing today? Yeah, I'm not bad, man. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah, very good, very good this week. Right, ready to get the show started, then? Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Right, so coming up on today's show, we're going to talk some AFC. We're going to be talking who the division winners are going to be and much more. And then also we're going to be uh, looking towards the draft class every week. We're going to choose a specific position group and go through those guys. And this week we have the running backs. A very poor draft class, but we'll get into that later. Right, let's start off with the AFC, Harrison. Let's start off right at the top. AFC East, the Buffalo Bills. I feel like they're definitely contenders. Like you were saying last week, Josh Allen's just gone from strength to strength. Every year he's been in league. You know, um, and... I was looking at um, looking at the who's going to be uh, unrestricted free agents and anyone else I could potentially lose. No one really important. There's Isaiah McKenzie, who's like the third choice receiver. Well, you know, if they, if they could sign him, could not. Don't really matter to be honest. When when you've got one of the best QBs in game and then one of the best receivers, so yeah, definitely, definitely contenders. What about you? Uh, yeah, huge. I'm a- Big agree. I think this is the Bills division now. It, the Patriots used to rule this division. I think they've turned over the reins to the Buffalo Bills. It's a young team. I looked at the average age of this roster, and it's 26 years old, the average age of this roster, which tells me... 26? 26 mm-hmm. years of age, the average um, age of the roster. They've got a young QB, I think one of the best dual-threat quarterbacks. I think he's so underrated as a, as a running quarterback. He's yeah, he's a good a big runner. guy, yeah. hard to bring. He's like, once he gets going, he's like Derrick Henry running with a ball. I'm not saying so much. I mean, for a quarter. <laughs> well, he's, he's, he's not Derek Henry, but he's, <laughs> he's, he's hard Derek to bring Henry, down. I'll give you that. But, and yeah, when you compare him with Stephen I mean, Diggs, the passing game's just just as good. So yeah, I mean, talking about the was, uh, talking about Derek Henry, I forgot to mention they could they could be losing Josh Norman, but I don't think he's been seen <laughs> since <laughs> threw him away. So <laughs> yeah. I, He's just a forgotten man. I don't know how he's still an NFL <laughs> cornerback. But yeah, um, yeah. No, I think the Bills, yeah, contend. I think f- over the next five years, if they don't win this division at least four times over the next five years, then something's gone completely wrong over in Buffalo because it's definitely their division, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Allen, uh, decent run game, decent mm-hmm. defence. So, yeah, it's completely. A good, it's a good team all around. Good team all around. Yep. So... New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. Hey, <laughs> tenders are pretenders. Do you know what? I'm going to give the Patriots some respect because I think they actually overachieved this season, personally. I think to finish 7-9 yeah. and nine, with no off-season, going from Tom Brady to Cam Newton, two complete opposite quarterbacks, and to still finish 7-9, and nine, I think, you know, I think, I think, I don't think they did a bad job. I think Belichick obviously gets a lot of hate because obviously there's the Brady versus Belichick talk. You know, who is the reason for that Patriots success that happened? Yeah, yeah. But I think I think he's done a good job to bring Cam Newton in. And they had the, Cam Newton had the COVID um, protocol issue as well, in it? Where he had to yeah. miss what, one game or two, two or games. games. But, yeah. Yeah, like, I think and, they've still achieved there. And last season, Dante, Dante Hightower, Patrick Chung, Marcus Cannon, Marquise Lee all opted out. So yeah, I, yeah, agree, yeah, yeah. I agree that they had, a, they had a good season. And then talk about the Patriots, you know, I think... I I feel like they could be they could be contenders, but they're gonna they're gonna need to draft a sort either draft or bring in a solid quarterback. 
and then get in a few more weapons. Like that, that defense could ca- can carry a team, mm-hmm. like he yeah, did yeah. last season, to seven wins. Like they're, they're losing um, Andrews, the center, which which could be a big loss. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. Yeah, obviously Cam Newton, but we don't know if he's coming back or you know. Yeah. And um, Lawrence Guy on defensive line. Don't know how you know he could be a big loss unless they bring someone else in because they've got um, sixty-two million in cap space of the Patriots, so mm-hmm. they could they could they could make some you know they could make some trades or free agent signings and I think they could be contenders. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a it's a team with a winning culture. They know how to win games, but it's an it is an aging team as well. You know they are getting old and they need to yeah. bring in young guys. But like you say, they've got that cap space. If you hit free agency, get some guys who are like you know 24, 25, coming out of rookie contracts and so on. So, but yeah, it's a team. It's a it's a contender. It's a contender definitely. You can't say the New England Patriots are not a contender. I think seven and nine was still a big year for them. A lot of people would even say you know they might go four and twelve, five and eleven. They went seven yeah, and nine and still put up good fights. And like you say, that defense it doesn't give up a lot of points. You know, you push the ball down the field. You know, you could be down. You can only be down by seven in the fourth quarter after playing three terrible quarters of offense. Fourth quarter, you're still in it because your defense has kept you in it, and that's what New England does. Yeah, and then playing the Jets twice a year, and then you know, <laughs> Dolphins are great. So you know, it's yeah. it's not the hardest division to get wins from. And then oh, obviously no. they came they came third, didn't they? So they'll play. Everyone who came third, that could get them some wins, just with the, an easier schedule. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. I think. Um, well, I mean, you didn't, you mentioned them there, the Miami Dolphins. I think they're the most interesting team in this division, personally. So, what are your thoughts going to Miami? I think I think they are pretenders. I just Ooh. I don't see it with Tua. I, I just I don't see any in any of the tangibles. I just don't see him. You know, his his arms not great. In my opinion, he's he ain't he, he ain't got much to work with, has he? You know, it's mm-hmm. they've got a good defense. To be fair, Miami they've got a decent defense with especially especially the secondary. But um, yeah, and you know, obviously, like getting Calvin Noy and stuff for the front seven. But I I think they're pretenders, and then we're having the Bills in their division just makes it even harder because they're not going to get they're probably not well. I don't think they'll win the division. So they'll have to get a wild card spot, and then I just I, for me, I can't see them doing that. What about you? So, do you think their ten and six season was a fluke this year, or do you think that was more down to Fitz Magic than Tua? I say, I mean, it, I think it was a fluke. Like if okay. if Raiders don't make horrendous decisions, that's that's one win they don't have. Mm-hmm. So, and then like a lot of it comes down to Fitz. I think I think he captains the side well, and like if if he goes. You know, if if it's just Tua on his own as a quarterback, and then they do, they don't bring in a experienced backup, will Tua get the same out of the other players? Possibly, but possibly not. You know, I feel do like think, Fitzpatrick. No, sorry. Uh, so, do you think Tua's less of a player than he could have been because of the obviously the horrible injury he had at Alabama? Do you think that has yeah, set him back, yeah. or do you think he would have still been the exact same quarterback he is now? No, I, I think the injuries played a big a big part. Uh, well, he's, he's had he's had a, he's had a few injuries, hasn't he? To be fair, it was. I think it was his hip. hip. Yeah, his hip. Yeah, his hip, obviously. Yeah, yeah. that's going to lose power, like you said about um, him not being able to really push the ball down the field, obviously, because not being able to turn in it when he's throwing the ball and getting it as far as he can. So yeah. you are right young, about that big arm. For a young guy as well, injuries can play can play stuff can just play in your mind, can't they? And he's he'll have gone all his 
all his football career before the injury, thinking he could do anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely, and definitely. Like, RG free. Yeah, 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 exactly. RG free. The goat. <sighs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think they're pretenders. I, I, I can't see him getting playoffs this year. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. To be honest with you, I'm going to agree with you on that one. It was the hardest one out of all these teams for me to decide where I was going to place them just because of the year they had this year. And I do like Tua. He's a likeable guy and he does have a huge yeah. upside if he can stay healthy. But yeah, you just yeah. don't see it happening, especially with the way he plays the game as well. And it, you know, yeah. what's weird is obviously as well is he's left-handed. So his blind side is actually the right tackle rather than mm-hmm. the left tackle. So mm-hmm. Miami there has got to really invest in a better right tackle than left tackle like you know you, normal teams usually do. But... Um, you know, I'll give respect to Brian Flores. I think he's a great head coach. He's a good coach. Yeah, yeah he's a good coach. I think I think he's the perfect fit at Miami. What helps is obviously he spent what he was at New England uh, for like what twelve years or something like that, a divisional rival. So I think when it comes to head-to-head games against New England, he's always going to give Miami that little extra percentage chance to win, basically. And he's a defensive-minded guy, so hopefully, you know, Miami can always keep two or in games if two are struggling. Do, they do have a good defense. The, de- well, the yeah. defense is solid. Yeah. Well, with a defensive mind like Brian Flores, you know, as long as he keeps Miami in games and Tua, you know, does a mass, you know, Tua just has average quarterback play, they're still going to always yeah. be in with a chance of winning. So, yeah. But, yeah, no, totally agree with you on that one, Harrison. Right, last but not least, well, usually is last, the New York <laughs> Jets. Can you even call them pretenders? They're just bad. Like, <laughs> like I said last episode, they are, they, they are the they are the worst record, I have seen. Maybe mm-hmm. the league. What there's just nothing. There's just nothing there that gives you hope. Like Sam Darnold's got nothing. I mean, yeah, they've got um, how much cap room they've got? They've got six or seven million cap. I mean, they've got fourteen million dead money. But who's going to want to go there? Uh, and then they've got that uh, Marcus May, who was who might be hitting free agency, but they'll they'll probably they'll probably uh, Marcus they'll probably keep him, but. I don't know. Yeah, I, saw, I, just... I saw talk of him talking about um, trading Quinn and Williams. They're like, what, second year yeah, defensive tackle? Like, that's crazy. Like, the, guy's a, the guy's a beast, and it's just like they want to trade him already. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, saw, I saw that as well. Maybe like uh, 49ers, DC, who's gone there. So I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. they could, because Richard Sherman's, you know, he's, he's a free agent. Could maybe bring him in. Mm-hmm. See if they can sort out the defense with a defensive mind like that, and then just give give Darnold a few weapons to throw to. But yeah, I I, I can't see him coming anywhere but lasting AFC East. To be honest, yeah, I think you're. Right. I think they're still years off anywhere being a contender. At least yeah, three to yeah. four years being off a contender. I think it's a perfect time though for the Jets. Like things can only get better right now, and having Robert Salah, like you mentioned. As the head coach, I think he's a perfect fit. His intensity and personality is just so like out there. For like, I mean, when we played the um, when Washington played the Forty Niners this season, I mean, he's a guy you hate to face, but you'd love to have on your team. That's the kind of person Robert Sala yeah. is, and I think um, he's a per- perfect fit for New York. He can get the fans excited. Do you know what I mean? Like get them pumped up. And like you say, Richard Sherman will be a perfect fit for that defense. Two big personalities. Just making noise basically in New York and shutting the Giants up basically, because <laughs> the Giants yeah. are obviously the Giants ain't much better, but they're still the biggest team in New York. And that just shows how bad the Jets have been lately. Yeah, I know, I know, the the Jets are just bad, but hopefully they do give Salah some time to really well, get a 
get a good defence going and then stay bad for a few years and draft Arch Manning whenever he's going <laughs> to go for draft. So what are your thoughts on Darnold then? So do you say they keep Darnold or do you say they just full reset button, let's go take one of these quarterbacks in the draft or let's go big on you know Deshaun Watson, you know other QBs that may become available in free agency? I mean, I think I should keep Darnold. You know, I, I think Darnold's Donald's a playmaker. I've, I've said it. I've said it before. But cause if, if, what, what's the best case if they draft a Zach Wilson? He he has a bad year because he's got no one there. Because mm-hmm. no one's going to want it. That's the thing with the Jets. You're only going to be able to get aging players who can't get a team for that much money, or or players who, like just players no one wants. Like Deshaun Watson, realistically, can go to most teams. He's he's not going to go to the Jets. Yeah, you have to pay him some crazy money to go there, definitely. Yeah, definitely. yeah, and unless they give him a big um, restructure, but mm-hmm. yeah, the Jets they're coming last. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't think anyone listening is going to disagree with us there. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, so we'll come to the end um, when we get to the end. Anyway, this segment we'll choose a divisional winner, but I'm going to guess yeah. I already know who you're going to be picking. But let's move on to the <laughs> AFC North anyway. So in this yeah. division, we have the Steelers, Ravens, Browns, Bengals. Who you want to start with? We'll start with the Ravens, who massive contenders. Like I yeah, said are, yeah. in the previous episode, Lamar. I'm, I'm predicted to get MVP. <laughs> you know, great offense, great defense. The only problem with the offense is Orlando Brown wants a trade. Mm. He wants to be left tackle. So if they do end up getting rid of him, that could be a problem. As they're losing um, Ngok, Ngakwe and Judon from defense. Could pro- cause a problem, but I feel like they've got other playmakers on defense that, that shouldn't end up being an issue. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, they're, they're looking likely to lose um, Cox, who's their long snapper, who's been there for 10 <laughs> years, four times pro bowler. Uh, you're laughing. 0-16, they're, they're going 0-16 now, that's it. You're la- yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> you're laughing, you're laughing. We got rid of our pro bowl long snapper. We got two mm-hmm. punts blocked, which ended up in touchdowns that we couldn't come back from. So, just saying, you know, long snappers are important, Maka. Very important <laughs> players. I'll get you a T-shirt made up with that saying. I'm not liking the disrespect that you're showing. <laughs> I, I like a long snapper. I like a long snapper. Nick Sundberg. <laughs> that's the oh, long snapper I love. That's it. He is, he is a solid long snapper. But yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like the Ravens are big contenders. They're not really losing anyone. And they're like like the Bills, a young, young, solid, good team. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, I mean, it, on my notes on the Ravens, literally there's not a lot I could write because it is a good all-round yeah. team. The only problem, obviously, with Baltimore is they're probably in the hardest division in the whole AFC. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. The quality in this division well, is ridiculous. Depends, doesn't it? If obviously we'll get onto them later, but you know, this, the the Steelers might not be as good as they've they've been past few years. Mm-hmm. But you know, we'll, we'll get onto that when we talk about the Steelers. But it's, I feel like people think it's a harder division than it is. It's 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 a hard division, but I don't think it's the hardest in the AFC. Okay, I think I know what your choice would be, but I'm sure we'll get to that division. 
Yeah. Sooner or later. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but Ravens, yeah, I can't. There's not a lot I can put on it. Lamar, if Lamar can, you know, do the things that you do see. I mean, in some games this year, we saw that MVP caliber kind of play, but yeah. it's just yeah. not consistently yeah. enough. They need to me. They need a big, dependable running back. Because yeah, you know, who's, who's their who is their running back? Like um, running back is is it? It's Gus Edwards, um, J.K. Yeah. Dobbins. Yeah, Dobbins will probably have a bigger role this year. I mean, it helps when your quarterback can rush for a thousand yards. So it does, yeah. But you just got to you just worry, obviously, about him staying healthy. And you know, obviously, See, touch wood, Lamar does stay healthy. But so he had that game, didn't he, where he went off for most of it and then came back in fourth quarter. Yeah, so just, it's just it takes a toll on your body, innit? it? Just taking that much. Yeah, like you said RG Freeman. Michael Vick happened to him. Yeah, Vick, yeah. Can't sustain that level of play. But, you know, hopefully Lamar's a different breed. And, you know, I think you're yeah, right. I, I, he is a different breed. I think he's a different breed. Just like the, the way he can just cut and he's, uh, he's just, he's unreal. Like, it like it looks so easy. Yeah, like last season they, when they played the Patriots, he had like six seconds in the pocket. Then everyone kicked, the pocket just collapsed and then he just jukes three guys and it was just, oh, he's just different. <laughs> he just is built different. Right, well, you mentioned the Steelers anyway, so let's get on to them. Now, so you're feeling it's the end of the Steelers' dynasty. Is that what I'm sensing? Yes. Yeah, I just, Ben's, he, he ain't got much left. Mm-hmm. He, he, he doesn't look like he, he cares. You know, he just doesn't, he just doesn't strike me as like a, like a Brady who's going to get on people. And like we've talked about before, he's got a simple uh, snap count. And he just, I've, I think... A bit. They won't, but if they could, they could should get rid of him. You know, he's he's a massive contract as well. Yeah. And yeah. then they could lose Juju, James mm-hmm. Connor. They have no mm-hmm. real running backs after that. Um, Bud Dupree could be leaving as well. And on a uh, on Wikipedia, they have they have three O line. They have three players on O line going into next year. So. Because, you know, they've lost Villanueva, Pouncey retired. So, you know, it's a big shake-up for, for the Steelers. Yeah, I mean, I won't be surprised if I see a Houston Texans situation happening here, like where Big Ben's just pissed off to the fact. Like, I mean, this is if obviously Big Ben, you know, wants to keep playing. I think he's getting to that point now where obviously, like you say, it's like, is he going to get on at people? Has he still got that love for the game? But when you see people walking out the door over the past few years, like Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell... Now yeah, Juju maybe yeah. going as well. You know, you mentioned obviously um, Bud Dupree, players like that on the other side of the ball. Yeah. It's just, it's going to irritate you and you're going to be like, is this a winning team anymore? I mean, I love Mike Tomlin. I think Mike Tomlin is probably one of the most underappreciated coaches in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. He's made he's made this into like, you know, the Patriots. It's a winning culture team. You know, when the Steelers, when the Steelers play a game in the NFL, you're not saying, you know, you're not saying, ooh, they're probably going to lose this one. You're saying, oh, they might win. Because they have that yeah. winning culture, you always feel yeah. like they could pull off a result. Obviously, it wasn't their best year, but well, it was a good year. But a lot of the results were fluky. Yeah, a lot of the yeah. results were fluky. Cause what they is it? Eight and zero they started. Eight and zero. Maybe more than. Yeah, I think it was more than that. Because uh, Washington were the first oh, team to beat them, and I think that was like week twelve, week thirteen. Yeah, uh, it, might, it might have been ten and zero, eleven and zero. Yeah. But yeah, it it was fluky, you know. I think they beat like Dallas by one possession. They beat, you know, like and this was when they had Dalton playing. Yeah, it, what a poor, poor team. <laughs> but, yeah, they, they, they don't look great pushing the ball down the field. 
There's no, no definitely, definitely not. Like, but like you were saying about um, Brown and Bell, when they've left, they've had bad things to say about the organization. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. think I think like a big a big reset could be coming for the Steelers. Yeah, yeah definitely. David or Ben could be the reset, and you know, going with Dwayne Haskins, the future of the Steelers. <laughs> I mean, if if Ben is willing to teach Dwayne the ins and outs of the game, I think it's perfect because I think they're both similar guys. I think, <laughs> obviously, you know, they're both big. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, Haskins not proven as big Ben, but um, both big guys. You know, what I mean, big arms, not yeah, the most mobile yeah, yeah. guys. But I think if Big Ben can teach Dwayne how to play the right way. There's definitely potential there. Dwayne's still got potential, don't get me wrong, as long as he yeah. just sorts his attitude out. But it's whether Ben's really even got, you know, can be asked. It's like you say, I, I see what you mean from Big Ben. It's like you just see him just sat there with his um, his hands in his pockets, the helmet just down, yeah. his head down. He's yeah. just like, yeah, you know, yeah. he's, not, he's not the Brady guy. You know, he's not Julian Edelman shouting at Tom Brady or too old, you know. He, he ain't got Juju doing that. Juju's filming a TikTok right next to him. So. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's on Fortnite, isn't he? He's exactly. playing Fortnite. You know, Chase Clip but, uh, filming his yeah. next YouTube video, so <laughs> he's just got no one to relate to on the team. I do worry about the O line, like I've said, where they've only got three. Like losing Villanueva, who was solid left tackle and Pouncey and stuff. You know, they're going to have to bring in a lot of new offensive line and then like we've said about him not being mobile, you know, if he if he keeps getting hit again, that's just gonna cause more frustration. Cause he ain't gonna be able to leave the pocket, is he? So well, it we'll makes see. me think if that were um, sorry, uh, yeah, it makes me think if that were Mike Tomlin's plan, basically, because he knew we were going to lose these guys, and you know, like you mentioned, Pouncey retiring and so on and so on. But because um, Big Ben, like the first like I think ten, eleven weeks of the season, his like average time in the pocket was like two point nine seconds, like he was getting rid of the ball yeah. that quickly. It was like one of the, and he, that's not like Big Ben, but it's like you say, yeah, there is problems with that O line, and I think Mike Tomlin is worried about it, like you say. And they have they have the twenty fourth pick, so. They're not really in a position to get someone who can just come in on the offensive line and just, you know, look good straight away. So the offense, so they're probably going to have to um, sort out the offensive line problem with free agency. Yeah, but yeah. they have they have my, they're minus nineteen million in cap, so I don't think they're sorting much out with that. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah, moving on to the Browns. What do you think? Contenders or pretenders? Um, so, you know what? I mean, the thing is with Cleveland, they're such a likable team. They've got likable guys. I love Baker. <laughs> I love. I, I love. I like Odell Beckham. I mean, I liked Odell Beckham at New York. Obviously, it pains me to say that because he played for a division rival, being a Washington yeah, fan. Yeah. But um, I've always liked OBJ. Jarvis Landry, he's got that kind of mentality where he's going to mm-hmm. get on guys, make sure you win. Donovan Peoples-Jones, I think he's such a... <laughs> I think he's one of the best deep threats in the whole NFL. Him and... Um, Who's the Packers guy? Valdez Scantlin. Valdez Scantlin, yeah. Them two, I think, are the like best deep threat guys in the NFL. So underappreciated. But um, mm-hmm. I, feel, I just it's, this division's just such a difficult division. But yeah. plus, as you say, like the Steelers could be on a decline, and the Bengals obviously are still. You know, we'll get to them later. But um, I'm just going to say contend. I'm just going to go in my gut. I like them. I love to watch them play. I love to cheer them on. Obviously, if we're not playing them, but. Um, <laughs> They've got, they've just got weapons. Their offense is unreal. Yeah. They've got a perfect one-two punch. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, like that is unreal. It is unreal. Two, two beasts. Um, I think Kevin Stefanski as well is like the perfect fit for that team. You know, being head coach there, like you can see, he's got that uh, relationship with the players. 
there's not there's not like a big um, there's not too much of a big age gap is there either. Stefanski is quite a young guy, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, so he's, he's like, a pretty young like, coach. He's like relatable. Coach I think that year, helps Baker. Yeah, yeah. I think that helps Baker because um, the year before they had um, oh, what's his name? Freddie Freddie Kitchens. Freddie Hitchens. Freddie Kitchens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it just wasn't relatable for Baker. I think that's what Baker needs. Like he needs someone he can like relate to, and because he's a big personality, and obviously. You don't want to clash. You don't want to clash with that guy. You want to have that guy laughing, joking. Yeah, he plays better, yeah. you know, when he's more relaxed and easy and in his little swag mode. And but yeah, uh, but yeah, no, definitely. Con- I'm just going to say contender. I'd agree. I'd agree. I think they're contenders definitely. Like I, Odell missed most of the season, didn't he? And he yeah, still he had that horrible injury. Yeah. He managed to make like Peoples Jones and other receivers who no one would really hurt because even Landry missed a few games, didn't he? So mm-hmm. I. I think Baker gets <clears throat> uh, like disrespected and underappreciated in this league. Like I remember, I don't know if I said it, but watching Colin Coward, and like there weren't many quarterbacks that he'd that he took Baker over. I just think like like some like Kirk Cousins, you're taking Baker Mayfield. I like he's got a huge arm. He can make a lot of throws, you know, and he's he can he can get out the pocket and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I do I do like the Browns, and I, I'd agree with contender definitely. And they're, they're not really they're not really losing anyone either. They could lose Olivier Vernon, but you know it's he was the biggest name that I saw who they're losing. So. <laughs> and then yeah, I think it's their, their cap situation, they've got twenty million cap space, so you know they could could make a could make some signings with that. It's just where do you, where do you where do you think they improve this team? Because I think it's a good team. It's just it's it's still a young team as well, and I think what Stefanski is only going to get this team better. I think, and they're only going to get they're only going to gel more. So I don't know even yeah. know where they improve this team. Yeah, because they don't really need weapons. And obviously, they've got a uh, got a good tight end as well in Austin Hooper. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, baller, baller. And uh, who's the backup? Who's the backup tight end? It's uh, Njuko in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I reckon I reckon he'll be on the move though. I can see someone trading for him. Yeah, definitely. probably. But the defense is solid. Solid uh, secondary. Don't know. Maybe a better punter. Maybe. Don't know. <laughs> I always have a better punter. But yeah, it's a good solid team. I think they can contenders definitely. Yeah, yeah, no, hundred percent agree. Right. Well, uh, let's move on anyway. Joe Burrow's Cincinnati Bengals. Um. They're, they're not contenders yet. They've lot so many holes to fill on that team. But mm-hmm. Burrow looked good. Burrow, Burrow promising. Yeah, he looked yeah. amazing. And then they're going to get rid of AJ Green, which I, I think is a good thing. You know, he's he's just yeah, not. He's past it. He don't, he don't want to be there, and he don't want to be there either. He clearly don't want to be there. But you know, like the Ravens, there losing a ten-year-long snapper, Clark Harris. You know. That's, <laughs> Well, 0-16 another team. Things. It's sad to see these <laughs> things. Uh, they're losing Carl Lawson coming off the edge. You know that could that could be a loss, could be a big loss. But no, they're not contenders. But I wouldn't even say they're pretenders. They're just they're just a few years. They're going to be contenders. The Bengals, I think, they have just got yeah. a few more holes to fill. Yeah, I think you're, I think you're totally right. I think if Burrow can come back healthy and keep up the play that he was, I mean, he proved me wrong last season. I thought he may become yeah. a bust. You know, like I thought one good season at LSU doesn't warrant being a number one pick, but he proved me wrong. You know, and I'll hold my hands up to that. If he can come back healthy and still have that same level of play, then yeah, huge. AJ Green, like you say, he's past it. He don't want to be there. Get him gone. And do you know what? I'm not. I, I'm, an, I'm a big AJ Green fan, but 
T Higgins. I think he's T Higgins is baller. He's he's that new. I mean, they've got Tyler Boyd as well. Obviously, he can ball as well. But I think T Higgins is somewhere else. I think he's going to be the new AJ Green. He's going to be that yeah. sort of like yeah. Julio Jones kind of receiver, Burrow's go-to guy. So I think yeah, yeah and they've got a good running game. Yeah, you know, Joe that's Mixon what I mean. Offensively, this team is fine as long as Burrow comes back healthy. It's just obviously yeah. improving that defence, not giving up too many points and making it impossible yeah, they, they for Burrow got, to get them back. They've got a lot of holes on defence. They've got a lot of holes on defence. Uh, do you know their cap space by any chance? Yep, it's, um, it's 37 mil. Plus so. 37 mil positive, yeah? Yeah, yeah, positive. Oh, yeah. that's huge, yeah. Definitely that's definitely fill them holes in defence then. And they've got the fifth pick, so they're probably... Yeah, picking high. It's, it's looking like they'll get Penny Soul or whoever they want as an offensive tackle. And they do need some help on the O-line, but... Yeah, like they've got they've got Logan Wilson as a good linebacker, good young linebacker, so... Yeah, it's, it's promising for the Bengals. It's promising for the Bengals, but not a contender yet. No, definitely. Definitely a pretender. Right, um, so yeah, that's AFC North done. Let's go down to the south, where we have the Tennessee Titans, the Indianapolis Colts, Houston Texans, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. So we'll just start at the top, and we'll go Tennessee Titans. Contender yeah. or pretender? I feel like they're always going to be contenders. You know, solid quarterback in Tannehill. Best running back in game at the minute in Henry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they've got got good weapons, decent defence, but the only problem is they've got a lot of players who are going to be unrestricted free agents. You know, I mean, obviously, he didn't have a great season, but Clowney, Corey Davis, all the tight ends are unrestricted free agents. So, you know, it, that could be a problem. And they've only got one million in cap space, so they might have to make some smart moves with the money but mm-hmm. I'd, I'd say the contenders yeah definitely I think if I think like you say with the cap space they are going to have to let some guys go but I think if they want to choose guys to keep guys are going to have no problem re-signing for the Titans because it's yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. Their, it's definitely their division especially with the way Houston's looking at the minute they're going to be whooping boys Jacksonville obviously ain't there yet but I think if, if guys want to be on a winning team Playing in the playoffs, have chances to make Super Bowls. They're going to want to re-sign for the Titans, so I think it's a yeah, perfect like, position like the Titans Corey are in. Davis. Yeah, exactly. Corey know, Davis, solid he'll, receiver. He'll really take less to play with AJ Brown. So mm-hmm. exactly, yeah. guys want to win. Guys want to win at the end of the day. And if you know Titans are going to get first dibs, obviously, you know what I mean. They've got Corey Davis's number saved in the phone. Quick ring, you know. Corey, come back. Corey's going to be like, yeah, you know, just give me this much. Yeah. I'm happy. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. But yeah, it's a good, solid all-round team. Again, it's literally yeah. Again, you just don't know where really you can improve the team too much. I mean, I don't know if they're losing their long snapper as well, Harrison. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't think they are. <laughs> if they are, he wasn't worthy of mention. I'll just say it like that. You know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, oh, just, yeah. Contender, all in caps. Put the caps lock on contender. Yeah, definitely. Um, Colt, ooh, I'll tell you what, we'll leave the Colts till last. Let's just get the whooping okay. boys out of the way. Houston yeah. Texans falling apart, earthquake. Let's just get them out of the way. Houston just, Texans. How good can Watson be with all these restrictions? It's like if you know, like like you said, you said he could be an MVP level quarterback if he goes. Mm-hmm. Let's say he's an MVP level quarterback. At the, I, I, he ain't got anyone, has he? That's the thing. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't exactly. There's not. There's nothing they're, there they're to make Will him Fuller. want to stay. They're losing Will Fuller. Mm. Will Fuller. They've only got eight. They've got eight picks, but all after the third round. Mm. You know, they, 
they could do okay if Watson stays and plays out of his skin, but I can't see it. I, I just, I can't see it. Yeah, and yeah, no. Yeah. They've got 16 mil cap space, but like like with the Jets, who's going to want to go to to the Texans when they've got a coach who's pretty old and he's, he's never had a head coaching job before and they've only given it because no one else would go. So it's done look good for the Texans. No, it definitely don't. I mean, it's like you said there, Watson, if he plays out of if he stays and plays out of his skin, like you say, you know, they win some games, but yeah, he don't win a lot. He played out of his skin this season when they had, um, you know, JJ yeah. Watt and Will Fuller. And, you know, you yeah. just said they're, they're going to lose them two guys there. And, you know, it's not going to be a better defence. It's not going to be a better offence. Mm-hmm. So, Deshaun needs to go. He needs to get out of there. Otherwise, it's just going to... It's going to make him It's going to make him a more terrible quarterback as well because he ain't going to play happy. He's just going to lose yeah. his love and his mentality in the game. And, uh, like, the numbers he put up this year are ridiculous. And to finish, what did he go? 4-12? 4-12, and 12, four and 12. the Texans win. That's disgusting. The quarterback play he put up. With a 4,000-plus passing quarterback, yeah. He can't be on point. But, yeah, I mean, he needs to go. He just needs to. I know Houston fans don't want to see him go, and but I'm sure there's Houston fans out there that would be like, I could not blame the guy if he wanted to yeah. leave. I'm sure there's Houston yeah. fans that don't even want to support Houston no more. Yeah. You know, they probably want to move over to Dallas and be a cowboy or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I think calling them a pretender is honestly a compliment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need to think of something else to call the Texans, but yeah, I'm not even going to call them pretending because I think that's Texans. a compliment. <laughs> just the Texans. Sorry to any Houston fans out there if you have any. Um, There's not many issues with that. Just um, yeah, feel free to DM Harrison. We'll lay it all out on Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, let's go uh, Jags. Who could be surprising? Let's have a, let's go to the Jags. What we're we saying? I mean, how good's Trevor going to be? That's the only question, really. Uh, 82 mil cap space 82 mil cap space oh mate if they don't pick Trevor they are the stupidest (laughs) rank they're stupider than Houston if they don't pick Trevor definitely unless they're mad madly fall in love with Fields or Wilson I don't don't know you you can't not pick Trevor Lawrence Ah. but they've got big cap space you know that they're not really losing anyone good because there's no one good on the team. So <laughs> they're easily replaceable who they're losing. So we'll see. I, I don't think they're contenders, but definitely a huge future. Um, like, I, like I mentioned with the Jets situation, I think it's a perfect time just to try and get things exciting, make Trevor the face of Jacksonville, get, te- you know, get people talking about the Jaggers again. You remember, a few yeah. years ago, they were Super Bowl contenders. You know, when they had yeah. that amazing defence yeah. with Yannick and Gakwe and so on. Saxon. But, um, Saxonville, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, definitely get, you know, make Trevor the face of Jacksonville, get Jags fans happy again. I mean, James Robinson, you know, yeah, he, was was a big, Robinson, he was a big yeah. star, you know, that came out. So they, Robinson, they do yeah. have a run game, as long as that wasn't a fluky season. They do have a run game there. They've also got the receiver, uh, LaVisca Chenault, for some reason, I really yeah. like him. I don't yeah, know if it's because yeah, of his yeah, name, but... <laughs> it's a good name. It is a good name. <laughs> but from what I saw, you know, I like the guy. But yeah, you've got to give Trevor weapons, though. Like, you can't have him throw into, you know, a bunch of nobles. They do have two first-round picks, though, so... You know, you... I mean, well, I yeah, think they I mean... two seconds as well. But they've definitely got two firsts. So, you know, draft reckon... Trevor, draft a weapon. Yeah. yeah. 
I reckon you've got to make a big move. I mean, you've got Alan Robinson potentially hitting the market. If you bring Alan Robinson into Jacksonville and have Trevor throwing it to Alan Robinson, you're going to be putting up big numbers every game. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, definitely. If it's a heat Minshew, he can he can help Trevor out. And uh, right, he's some people called Minshew a veteran, which you know I, I, I disagree <laughs> with. But yeah, he's been yeah. in the league two seasons, so he can he can probably help Trevor out with some stuff. I think he's a good backup to have as well, Minshew. Yeah, yeah, he's a good, yeah he's definitely a good, good backup to have. So yeah, I'd keep, I'd definitely keep Gardner Minshew as well. So. Uh, Urban Meyer's not coming back to NFL if he don't think he can do all special. Yeah, and so. I mean, obviously they've not got Jay Gruden as offensive coordinator as well, so that's a bonus for them. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, poor Jay Gruden. Sorry if you're listening, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> he, he definitely is. He definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, let's go on to the most um, interesting team then in this division, and that'll be the Indianapolis Colts contender. Big contender. contenders, big contenders, big <laughs> contenders. Don't understand. I know he didn't have; he only had like two winning seasons with the Eagles, but that's the Eagles. He's he's yeah, coming yeah. to a solid franchise. Mm-hmm. Like they could, they could potentially lose uh, T.Y. Hilton, Hooker, Marlon Mack, Rhodes, but you know. I, I reckon they'll sign a lot of them. I reckon a lot of them will want to stay, you know, because I reckon they'll see Wentz, who's going to be a lot better than Star, uh, not Stafford, Rivers. Rivers, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I think. I think they're big contenders, you know. Um, 45 mil cap space, fourth highest mm. in league. So, wow. yeah, yeah, exactly, you know, like, could bring over some more weapons or you know plug a few holes on defense if they feel like they need them. No, yeah. Um, to be honest with you, I, I do have to agree because I mean I'm not biggest Carson Wentz fan. Obviously, you know, him used yeah. to being an eagle, but I think he does offer you more than what Rivers obviously offered you. But I think it, you know Michael Pittman, you know, a good receiver as well for Wentz there. Because you mentioned T.Y. Hilton maybe on the move, but Pittman yeah. I think had a good year. He'll just get better and better. I think Jonathan Taylor yeah, is going to be in for a big year. Yeah, give so him a lot yeah, of carries. Losing Marlon Mack's not the biggest problem if they do get rid of Marlon Mack because they've got Taylor, like you said. Exactly. I think you give Jonathan Taylor a lot more carries. I think you try and ease the pressure off Wentz, so, so obviously the turnovers don't happen yeah. as much. Because this is a team that don't give up a lot of points either. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think they only, defense, I think they only gave up like yeah, I think they gave up like thirty plus points maybe once or twice, and that were about it. So yeah. I think yeah, I think you just you try and get Wentz to learn not not learn how to play check down football because obviously that's not his style but get him mm-hmm. to learn when to check down when to just audible to a run let Jonathan Taylor work it because Taylor's definitely got the skills to be a good running back in this league but yeah yeah um, and Wentz will be happy playing for Frank Reich definitely so, um, yeah definitely I think just the whole switch up from NFC to AFC will just be like feel like a fresh start to him yeah he can just yeah, yeah. get on with it and start again but yeah definitely I think um, yeah I, I do have to agree contender for the Colts Okay, so let's go on to the AFC West. Right. So let's I'm start with guess, the Chiefs. I'm just gonna sorry. I'm just gonna start with. I'm gonna guess this is what you were saying earlier when you said the best division in the oh, AFC. It's it's the best. It's the hardest division. Every team's good. Every team. Uh, it, yeah, it's easily the hardest division in the whole NFL. I'll I'll say that. Wow, whole NFL. Yeah. Yeah, easily. Okay, all right. Well, easily. okay. Well, so okay. So we'll mark this down as our hardest AFC division, and then next week we're going to talk about NFC, and we'll mark out our hardest NFC division and have like a little 
go over um, NFC versus AFC competition there and see oh, yeah. which division's oh, you better. You could say NFC North with the Packers and Bears. But... Nice. That's a, yeah, that, yeah. But uh, we'll get to that anyway next week. But yeah, <laughs> let's move on. Right, who you want to start with? Who you want to start with? It's my well start with the Chiefs, obviously. Okay, content, you know. Yeah, yeah, There's, yeah. Like every season, like they, they could go sixty in a row. It's just, it's just something they could do. It's, it's just, a, it's, a, it's annoying, Marker. I'll be honest. You, you don't know <laughs> you are to not be in a division with Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> every week, he gets sacked. They're third and fifty-eight. He just throws a seventy-yard dart to Tyreek Hill, and then it's, oh, it's just, you know, they, they could lose Tammy Watkins, but who cares? Mm-hmm. They could lose uh, Sorensen, who was a pretty big part in the. Uh, Secondary for team, but again, who cares? You've got my homes. You can do what you want. You can just have a bunch of undrafted guys, and they're still winning division, aren't they? I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Obviously, content. I, I literally have one note written uh, when we got onto this <laughs> subject, and the one note I have written is Chiefs just absolute ballers on both sides of the ball. That's yeah. even special teams yeah. <laughs> with Harrison yeah, Bunker, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, kick it, like because of Bob, you, yeah. you just can't. Solid long yeah. snapper, solid punter. You know, <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing to say about this team, but yeah, you expect them to at least get to the AFC Championship game, at least. Yeah, yeah, that's like a minimum, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, but yeah, so we'll just swiftly move on. Do you want to go Raiders? Yeah. <sighs> See, I don't. They're not pretenders, but I don't know if I'd, I don't know if I'd call them contenders because. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I totally agree. That, yeah, and I think it's middle, because, Yeah, they don't have that winning culture yet, and I think that's what it is. Yeah. They're just a very fifty-fifty team. Like you always expect them to finish, you know, like seven and nine, eight and eight, maybe you know, squeeze a nine and seven. But yeah, I mean, John like Gruden's a great coach. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But they've got an aging offensive line. You know, Hudson's getting old and uh, incognito. And, like, the, the, the front seven isn't that bad, but their secondary allows so many big players and points. Like, they're never going to get out of like, being in between contender and pretender if they just keep having a bad secondary. And then on over the cap, they're minus seven in cap, so they're going to have to get rid of a few players. So, yeah, yeah I, I don't. I just, just the, the Raiders are just in the middle, aren't they? They're just stuck because they clearly don't want, well, Gruden doesn't want Derek Carr. <laughs> um, I don't know why he's a great quarterback. I like him. I like Carr. I, I like Carr and I like Mariota. Like, I said it, I mentioned it last week, didn't I, about the Raiders QB situation. They're yeah. making such a big deal out of it. Personally, I like both quarterbacks. But, you know, I mean, I think that's their biggest thing to work out the QB situation. Who they want to start? Do they want to get rid of both quarterbacks? You know, it's, I don't yeah, know. I don't even, and then like the, uh, they could be losing Aguilar, who he's a good like he didn't get mentioned in the deep threats of t- talk, but he's yeah, he had a good yeah. season, a decent season. He was yeah. good at the Eagles. Uh, I was surprised the Eagles let him go as well. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, they're not really losing anyone else too big. But yeah, just it's just that secondary man. Just they just allow too many points. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they beat I, the Chiefs. They beat the Chiefs. <laughs> they, they beat him. Oh, it's... You just you just don't know what team's going to turn up. It's one of them, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. literally. If I had to put it into English football terms, I'm going to say the Leeds soccer. United. Yeah, soccer teams. Yeah, entertaining. You don't, yeah, they'll be you don't know what. Yeah, entertaining. You know, full of personalities. You don't know what Leeds team's going to turn up though. You don't know what Raiders yeah, team's going to yeah. turn up. Hundred percent. 
But uh, yeah, pretender, definitely. I'm just saying pretender. I don't think they have a good a year they had this year. And I think they have a losing I'd season. I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. But uh, all right, let's go. Do you want to go Chargers? I think they're contenders, man. I, yeah, I think, you know, after Herbert, I, I don't think it were a fluke. I don't think anyone does, to be honest. I think he's going to gonna show why he, why he was the sixth pick. Were he the sixth pick, one? I think so. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, they missed Derwin James last year. He'll be coming back, and they've got Bosa, Chris Harris. You know, Kenneth Murray didn't really have a good year, but you know he could. I, I think he's he's a good player, so he could have a good second season. Uh, but he's got ridiculous weapons. Yeah, I just I, and then all the only one who's a big enough person to mention that they're losing is. Well, they could be losing Melvin uh, Ingram. Yeah. No, they, he was injured last year and he only played seven games. So, you know, he might not actually be that big of a miss. So, we'll just have to, but I, I, I'd say the contenders, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, I, I think you just keep adding weapons to this team. You just keep adding weapons and try and get to the Chiefs level. I think they're the Chiefs' biggest threat in this division. They're not at yeah. the level yet to fully threaten the Chiefs, but you know the Chiefs are going to. That's definitely... the problem with this division. You like, you have to just keep just adding weapon after weapon, and it like you kind mm-hmm. of forget about defense. I, I think that's a problem with the Raiders. They've just overloaded on offense, and they've like uh, secondary doesn't matter, and then well they just concede so many points. So yeah, hopefully the Chargers don't fall into that trap. But just yeah, one thing on Chargers. Sorry, the... before we move on. Um... I just want to ask you about the run game. Do you think they just stick it with Austin Eckler, or do you think they try and improve that run game and bring in another running back? Um, well, are I you an Austin Eckler guy? I, I, he's all right. He's all right. He'll 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 do a job. He'll do a job. Thought, but, yeah, but to get to the Chiefs level, you need a season. guy. Yeah. You need yeah. a guy who's obviously not doing a job but doing something else. So yeah, that's the question. Yeah. Obviously. He's a, he's, a, he's a good he's a good receiving back. He'll he'll yeah he's he's all right and they, they've got twenty four mil in cap space so you know maybe they could bring someone in like Aaron Jones or if he hits free market if he hits a market or someone like that like a big playmaker or yeah. maybe they could they could draft someone we're gonna want running backs we talk about later on so yeah 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 definitely well uh, let's move on to your team anyway I'll let you take the reins mainly on this one the Denver <sighs> Oh, they're pretenders, man. They're, <laughs> they're, they're coming. They're coming last in this division. You think? You think you're gonna become? You see, I think you give. I think. I think maybe you push the Raiders and you maybe go third. I think the Raiders maybe come fourth. Oh yay! What a what a season! <laughs> third with a six and ten with Drew Lock throwing two picks a game. It's, we're we're going to lose one Miller. It's just something I've accepted. Yeah, 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 yeah. It hurts. We're probably going to tag Simmons. Mm-hmm. Which he, that, he he deserves a big contract. I don't I don't get what why we're not. He's been our Walter Payton man of the Walter Payton man of the year nomination twice. He's just a great guy, <laughs> one of the best safeties in the league. Him and Kareem Jackson up there with oh, safety yeah. duos in the league. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, we have a good defense. It's just awkward. we shouldn't be offense because we've got we've got Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, um, KJ Hamler, Noah Fant. Like we have weapons. It's just, it's just Denver, man. It's just, I don't know what it is, but since Peyton, man, it, it, we, we, we just can't throw a ball. And I don't <laughs> get it. So do you reckon the problem is the QB situation? Because, you know, you do have, obviously, you've got two good running backs. You've got them receiving weapons that can only get better as they learn to play the game more. Yeah. 
So do you think, obviously, just just Drew Locke is the reason this team will not achieve? I mean, a lot you just of said they're great defense, great yeah. offensive weapons, great run game. QB. I, the O line's a problem as well. Yeah, O line. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll give you that. But um, a lot of people. I mean, like I said, I knew long snapper won't great. So you know, that's saying long snapper. It's an important position. But anyway, um, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know if it's a drool. It just seems to be like a cultural thing in Denver. I, I think I think getting rid of Elway as GM is going to help. Hopefully, he doesn't put his nose in George Payton's business too much because I, th- I think Payton had a plan. And then, and then I don't know. Yeah, like Drew Lock didn't help himself at all with the amount of picks he threw. But it's just it's annoying because Drew Lock's had I think two games. He had one against the Texans last season, then one. Well, two seasons ago now, and then one last season against the Panthers where. He had a perfect passer rating or close enough, and it's like yeah. you can see there's some there. But I mean, he, he said a quote. Sometimes he, the ball leaves his hands, and he's like, "Oh no, that's just not what you want to hear, is it?" Like you just don't want to. Hear. <laughs> yeah, you should be throwing it if you're going to be yeah, thinking that you're going to make that. Yeah, no. Um, to be honest with you, I think the perfect if it if four years ago, Alex Smith would be the perfect fit for this Denver Bronco team. Yeah. They need a guy who doesn't turn the ball over. And I yeah, mean, that's what I want to Alex Smith now, but. That's what yeah. Vic Fangio wants. He wants someone who doesn't make mistakes. That's why people were saying, bringing up Gardner Minshew's name because he doesn't throw picks and Jacoby Brissett's been mentioned. Brissett, yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just just annoying, especially being in the Holmes division where you can see what great quarterback play looks like. Yeah. Your yeah. quarterback. I mean, we, we like think since Manning's left, we're like 30th in points per game. We, it's just I don't get it because we we have good weapons, good running backs. You know, like it's not obviously not as good as Chubb and um, Chubb and Hunt, but Gordon Lindsay should be a good one-two punch. Yeah, it is. It is a good one-two punch. We, we right, don't yeah. we don't utilize things. It's like mm. like uh, if you uh, in Noah Fant's first season, he had like minus twenty rushing yards because we tried tight end end arounds like five times it just didn't work any time <laughs> it's just like we should we should give we should do some more more screens to Hamler and let him just run because he's so he's rapid mm-hmm. uh, I feel like if we stick with Locke which they're probably gonna I just can't see us can't see us doing much but and then losing players I feel like we'll probably stick a second round tender on Lindsay and Tim Patrick and AJ Johnson, who's, who's a good inside linebacker. But like Lindsay will be gone soon because I just he feels completely disrespected, and I agree. An undrafted free agent, two one thousand yard um, rushing seasons, and then you go spend, you go make Melvin Gordon one of the highest paid rush, running backs in the league. It's just, it just makes sense, but yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. Definitely pretenders. Definitely pretenders, which hurts. Yeah, yeah. I'll unfortunately just have to agree with you on yeah. it, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'd be nice if we were in a crap division like you guys, but <laughs> uh, we don't get those things. You know, we're, we're NFC least, you guys are AFC best. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah well, I mean... Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, there's nothing to say. I mean, it's like you said, there is great offensive weapons there. Noah Fant, Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, the one-two punch at running back. If you start that QB and O line, who knows what this team 
could be. But again, yeah, you're right. It's about getting that winning culture in Denver, in it. Yeah. And obviously, you know, Pitt and Manning brought that. No one really at the minute else is bringing that. So. Yeah, like, look at Pitt and Manning's last season. He threw nine touchdowns and 17 picks. We won a Super Bowl. Exactly, yeah. Statistically, one of the worst quarterback seasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Super Bowl. But yeah, uh, right. Anyway, so let's go through um, the AFC. Right, we'll just start again from the top. So AFC North, Harrison, give me your divisional winner. AFC East, we started with, didn't we? Bills. Bills. I, can just, I don't even see anyone challenging them, to be honest. Yeah, no, Bills, definitely. Just agree with you. Well, yeah. <laughs> right, now we'll go North. So we've got Bills winning the East. Who we got winning the North? I'm going to go I'm gonna go Ravens. I'm going to go Ravens, like I said. I think Lamar's going to have a big year. Um, Browns, I reckon Browns are going to be up there. But other than that, I just think it's just with them two challenging, but Ravens win that division. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll disagree with you. I'll go Cleveland. I'll go with your second choice. Okay. I think uh, it's just... I only see the team getting better, and that's why I'm just going to go Cleveland. Yeah, that's it. Um, Fair enough. Tough one here for you, AFC South. I think I think it's going to be close between Colts and Titans. Mm-hmm. I do, but I'm going to say Colts edge it, just because just for the fact that the Titans look to be losing a lot of players. That's my only my only thing for that. You know, yeah, big shout. I'm, big I'm shout. sure you can argue, you can argue. I mean. I'm sure you will argue for the Titans, but I'm going to go Colts. But it's t- it's close. It's close. Well, I mean, I'm saying 16 and 0. Trevor Lawrence takes the Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. If he does, if he does, he should be in the no. Hall of Fame straight away. <laughs> but that'd be incredible. Well, you heard it here first. Anyway, we'll edit it so it looks like I did mean it. But <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, Tennessee Titans, yeah, I, I, I'm going to disagree. Um, I, I, I do, I do think the Colts are going to be a good team. I think Wentz, it's the perfect career change for him. But yeah, Titans, Derrick Henry just running the ball. I think Tannehill keeps up that great quarterback play. It's a team that doesn't give up too many points either. So yeah, I'll, I'll go Tennessee on that one. Yeah. Uh, right. Last but not least, AFC best Chiefs. 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 Let's just. Let's just. Yeah. Let's say anything. <laughs> right, Let's guys, so it's the first week of it, draft class. We're going to talk about the running backs. I'm going to be honest, this is just a terrible running back class. I mean, yeah, I, don't know if I don't know if I've seen a worse running back class than this, to be honest with you. This is where they're all mean, Hall of Fame careers out there. This is where <laughs> all of them are just incredible. I mean, the top two guys... Everyone's saying is Najee Harris and Travis Etienne. I mean, I'm surprised if one of these guys even goes in the top 15, like even maybe yeah. the top 20. I've, like. I've seen a lot of mock drafts where the Jets, with their second pick, take either Etienne or Harris. Oh, really? I, I, wow. Wow. <laughs> I think their second picks. No, no, not the second overall. Oh, I mean, second. second round. I was going to yeah, say. No, <laughs> they've got another first round. They've got a late first round pick. They had the. Right. Yeah. But I'd, I'd say Etienne's the best, I think. You know, coming out of cleansing so you, is... Sorry, go on. So you like Etienne more than Harrison? I do, I do. Wow. I know he had, a, okay. he, had a, he had a bad season. Well, yeah, he didn't have the best yeah. season. But, you know, he's. I, I do think he can. He will make the jump up to the next level. Level. He's got, a, like like I was saying with Lamar, his he's, he's cut is just un, unreal. When he just cuts. You know, he's, he's a decisive running back. If you watch him, he's he just like he's he's good at making you know picking seeing the holes and just got you know just bursting through. 
But one thing he will have to improve is his pass catching. That that yeah. does down, you know. But yeah, that's that's what. What do you think about Etienne? I mean, yeah, I don't. I mean, I've, got, I've obviously got his stats. I got five point four yards per carry, nine hundred and fourteen yards for fourteen touchdowns. I know the two seasons before that he did sixteen hundred yards rushing both, and he had um, nineteen and twenty four touchdowns, which is you know huge. It's better than Najee Harris's season that he had but this they, year because uh, their he offense just, is just so based around Trevor. So he probably that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah. So you you wonder what the big decline was and what was the reason. Obviously, COVID, you know, I mean, college football this season just wasn't at the quality it should have been at, obviously, because COVID just didn't allow for players to practice as much, you know, in college. <laughs> and obviously, the whole season, people didn't even know the season was going to happen, did they? Until really late notice. LSU didn't even play a, a game this season. Yeah, <laughs> a lot. Really. So, but, so I'll give him that. I mean, to still get 14 touchdowns, pretty good and like you say Trevor it, Trevor's final season you, you know that Clemson are going to gonna try and make Trevor look the best that he can and not worry too much about a ground game yeah but, um, I don't know I rate Naj- honestly I rate Najee Harris higher than Etienne nah, he's, he's good he's good he's a he's a big and hard you know he's big to he's too hard he's hard to bring down that's what I'm trying to say but like the, the reason I rate Etienne a bit more is Harris just doesn't have the explosiveness and the acceleration that someone like Etienne does because he's a bigger back. You know, but he's a, he's a good power rush option for some, like if a team wants to bring him in for something like that, you know, to be a one-two punch with someone. I think that could be, you know, Najee Harris paired with someone who's elusive. It could be very good. You know, yeah. put him with like someone like J.K. Dobbins at Ravens. But yeah, yeah, that yeah, because that's my worry with Eddie, and it's like you say, obviously he's got all these, you know, great skills and that, but obviously it's just is he big enough to play in that NFL level? Yeah. Guys bring him down quite easy, do you know what I mean? He doesn't he's not he's not a guy yeah. like Derrick Henry. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I get that. You. Because of because of Henry. Because of Derrick Henry, you're seeing that like, that's that's you know, teams want that big mm. back again. You know what I mean? Old school but, old school running back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah, no, I, I do rate Najee Harris. I could, I could see him going. I mean, look at no one thought Edward Hilaire would have gone, would have been the first one off the board last, last draft. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I can true. see Harris going first. Yeah, I don't think he should. I mean, I've seen him going top ten in some drafts, and I don't think he's rated that highly. I mean, I've got his, his stats were good this year. I mean, you know, he rushed for just short of fifteen hundred yards, twenty six touchdowns, but. He is playing for Alabama, and he had Mac Jones as quarterback. You know, the, Nick yeah. Saban is going to want to focus on Bama having a run game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I looked at it because obviously he's an Alabama player. You know, Alabama's players' stats are going to look great. I could play for Alabama <laughs> and probably rush for about five hundred yards. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I reckon. I, I could rush for a few touchdowns if I play for Alabama. That's how good <laughs> you know, that team is. But uh, so I compared yeah. it to Derrick Henry in his last season at Alabama, and Derrick Henry rushed for two thousand two hundred yards. <laughs> he's just, a, he's just yeah. a different breed in it. Bloody <laughs> yeah. hell! But, um, I mean, Najee Harris. I mean, yeah, it's not. Yeah, just a bit of a dead class in it. That's the problem. Is you can't get yeah. too hyped on players. Yeah, he looks better than what he is because of obviously the other competition in this draft, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that. I think that's what it is. I mean, five point nine yards per carry isn't too shabby. 
but you know, like you say, it's an it's a Bama boy. Alabama don't always play the most difficult teams either. So yeah, I know that that's the problem with Alabama, isn't it? Because they have all this talent, so all the games are just easy. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I mean. Majority of the playing unranked teams, and yeah, I'm gonna bulldoze yeah. fifty points. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean they're the main two, but. Let's go through some dark horses anyway that maybe the guys who are listening and haven't heard of. Um, do you want to start with one of your first boys and then we'll move on to mine? Yeah. Um, talk Give about Kenneth, Kenneth Gainwell out of Memphis. He, Memphis. he opted out opted out of the 2020 season. But he's... All right. He's, he's, a, he's a bit... He's, he's, like a, he's not like a bigger back like we're just saying with Harris. He's, he's quick and elusive. Mm-hmm. And um, he's a good receiving back. Like a very very good one, so fits in with a modern you know NFL way of like a McCaffrey. I they want you to be able to catch out the backfield and stuff. Yeah, McCaffrey. Yeah. Antonio Gibson showed that as well last season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, what about uh, you? Yeah. Any any running backs you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, I've got a little one-two punch: the North Carolina boys, um, Javante Williams and Michael Carter. Both guys rushed for yeah. over a thousand yards. Um, I think, who was it? Um, sorry, just look. Uh, Javante Williams, he had uh, 1,140 yards rushing, 19 touchdowns, uh, 7.3 yards per carry average he had. And then his yeah, partner in yeah. crime... Yeah, I was going to talk about him as well, so he yeah, doesn't look good. Partner in crime, Michael Carter, 8 yards per carry. So both guys, 7.8 and 8 yards per carry. I mean, North Carolina <laughs> they had a great run game there. Yeah. But um, I think... These Williams guys. is a bit like in the Harris mold. It's hard to bring down. So I think, yeah. I mean, if 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 I if I can get one of these guys in the third round and then get one in the like fifth, I'm taking both. I'm taking them straight away as my one-two punch. Two guys who know each other. Yeah, yeah. Two yeah. guys who can play, you know, different kind of game. You know, different kind of game on, but different kind of run games, basically. But uh, both had pretty much the same receiving yards as well. Like I think they both had the exact same amount of receptions. Twenty-five receptions each. Which is yeah, crazy, but yeah, um, yeah, both rush for it, and uh, Michael Carter also rushed for a thousand yards the season before as well, so shows that consistency there. Yeah, it's just not you know like they're, they're probably will name. be late, yeah, there will be late round selections like may, like probably slip to day three to be honest. Just it depends how other teams rate them. Yeah, 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 definitely. I, I think um, yeah, th- yeah, late third round would be a push. There's a lot of teams have running backs, don't they? Like most of them have their running game set set up. So, like most running backs are going to come in. And then you're not going to get like a Saquon Barkley who comes in and he's just RB one straight away. You know what I mean? Oh, no, yeah, not definitely not with this draft, no. So uh, yeah, so a lot of them are going to come in and be second, third, like fourth, maybe pra- like you know practice squad running backs. You know what I mean, it's that's the yeah, problem. definitely when it's, it goes to day three, yeah, definitely. Like most uh, draft class. Is, have you got any other dark horses out there? I don't, man, because I, I, I did make some notes on Javante Williams, but you know, you've, you've covered it. So. <laughs> well, I do. I, I, I want to give a special mention anyway. Have you heard of Rakeem Boyd? I'll be honest, I've not. So he was on, you know, the Netflix show, Last Chance You. Oh, yeah. With that, yeah. Uh, like them junior colleges for like college dropouts, try and get back yeah, into college yeah. so they can play in NFL. He was um, actually like in that show and he's um, declared for the NFL draft now out of Arkansas. Oh, fair play. But yeah, fair so play. just special mention to him. Obviously, like you say, he'll be a day free guy. Obviously, he'll have attitude problems because obviously... Yeah, if he's even that's picked. What I'll be. Yeah. 
Yeah, I reckon he does get picked, to be fair, because I had a look at some of his stats. He was at Arkansas, and he had some decent stats. Not Nothing too crazy, but he's definitely a, an aggressive downhill runner. So yeah, I won't be yeah. surprised if he gets picked up late on. But yeah, if he, if he gets undrafted, he's definitely a guy that's going to make waves in practice squad. But my big dark horse is, I mean, his name popped out to me because his name is amazing. He's called Chubba Hubbard. Yes, yes. I'm so glad he <laughs> mentioned him. I didn't make any notes about him, but I saw the name. <laughs> and I watched the tape. He, ah, it's just a name, isn't it? It's just a name that you want in your team. I mean, yeah. I mean, Oklahoma State, right? So he's at Oklahoma State. I'll just go through this season. Obviously, this season, um, he like opted out because he got like a slight yeah, ankle yeah. injury. So he like opted out after like seven games. I think like end of November, he just opted out basically. But he didn't. First four games though this season, the first game he rushed 93 yards, one touchdown. Then he rushed for 101 yards and a touchdown. Then he rushed for 145 yards and two touchdowns. And then he rushed for 139 yards and a touchdown. And that's when the ankle injury, you know, started to get a bit bad. So he was on a decline, just rushing for like 70 yards for the next four games after that. So Mm -hmm. it just made sure he was healthy for the draft, basically. Um, Smart thing to do. Good kickoff returner. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good His big big downside. Yeah, yeah, his big downside is blocking. It's not great. Pass, not great in pass protection or anything like that, so obviously, but that just takes coaching. You know, when you get into the NFL getting coached by these yeah. you know, top coaches, you're going to pick up on that stuff. But his 2019 stats are, I don't, know, I don't even know what the word, insane is not even the right word to use. It's more than that. So, <laughs> so in four games in 2019, he had over 220 rushing yards in four games. One of them, it rushed for 200. One of them, he rushed for 296 yards on 25 carries. Um, what else did he do? Where is it? Problem is, <laughs> though, like, who, who was it against? You know, like, who is who was it coming up against? I'm sure that one was against a ranked team. You know, I'm sure they were ranked 24 yeah. in the national rankings. I mean, it was some NFL just... coaches will probably know this, and then he could, he could be a could be a little uh, like stack horse for early on in draft. I think I think I mean I don't I think maybe he goes to day three. Don't get me wrong. I think maybe he goes fourth, fifth round. Just because I think if there'd have been a combine, this is a guy whose draft stock would just mm. would just have gone crazy, basically. Yeah, yeah. Because he can. I'm just trying to get these stats for you, sorry. He's quick yeah, as well. That's what I mean. He's a kickoff returner, so he gives you that special teams option, which is obviously just a bonus, you know, for him. So let me find it. 2019, he rushed for 2,094 yards and 21 touchdowns altogether. Not bad. It's not bad, is it? It's just not. He's not the best receiving back. He's only ever had three receiving touchdowns in three years. So you know, he doesn't pass. He doesn't catch That'd the ball a lot. Bad, yeah. yeah, he don't catch the ball a lot. But he's paired up with someone who can do that. Nice. That's what I mean. Exactly. I think. I think this. Um, I'm going to have to use it as an example. It, you know, it's the best example I can think of. But Terry McLaurin, like. T- Terry McLaurin got drafted by Washington to be a kickoff returner because of the speed and explosiveness that he had. And he got picked, uh, we picked Terry up in third round. And I think Chubba could be the same yeah. where you get him into training camp because in preseason, people see what like, he's made of. Yeah. Yeah. Because preseason, people like, why is McLaurin not returning like kicks when this is what we brought him in to do? And then they realized in training camp, this guy's just a beast. We need this guy to be actually on the field, not in special teams. And I think Chubba Hubbard could be the same. I think give him a good training. Oh, it's just such a good name, isn't it? Oh it my is. god! <laughs> but I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a guy I'm rooting for. Yeah, because we're we're probably looking to get rid of our third choice running back. So I mean, 
could do with him. Could do with him. Yeah, that's that's a guy I'm rooting for. I, you know, I'll be, it's definitely one I'll be keeping my eyes on. You know, like later in the day three of the draft, maybe day two, we'll yeah. see. But I is think it Oklahoma it's, I think State? It's a day three. Yeah. Oklahoma State, that's right. Oklahoma State. Yeah, it's not bad. Good, good. Um, it's good college, there, isn't it? So. Well, yeah. I mean, they're always going to get like. Um, difficult opponents obviously because they're not, they're not a school that's really ever ranked so he's definitely carried the team on his back you know what I mean yeah it was, I don't know who their quarterback is but I bet he want like an amazing you know five star recruiter or like that do you know what I mean? yeah probably <laughs> not no probably not so but yeah he's definitely a guy I'm rooting for keep an eye out on where he goes but yeah um, it's just a pod running back draft class unfortunately but it's the best quarterback draft class <laughs> yeah yeah and an incredible receiver class that you guys can hear about next week. Yeah, definitely. So we're going to go receivers next week, yeah? Yeah, the receivers. There we go then. Right, are you happy to wrap things up then, Harrison? Yeah, man. Just like I said last week, two punk nation. Stay tuned. Yeah. More things coming. Right, so that's going to wrap it up for today then, guys. Um, please be sure to also follow our Twitter account at the Two Punts Podcast to stay updated. And we're even going to be on TikTok soon with some of the funny little segments from our show. So keep an eye out for that. But yeah, Two Put Nation, thank you for listening and we'll see you next week. Peace.